Support for Speaking of Travel comes from Asheville Regional Airport, Western North Carolina's gateway to the world. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. And Prestige Subaru, offering a variety of new and pre-owned all-wheel drive Subarus. Built with the zero landfill promise, all waste is recycled or reused with more at PrestigeSubaru.com. And Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours. Experience Asheville on a whole new level on a guided rooftop tour. Enjoy history, award-winning rooftop bars, gorgeous views, and van-chauffeured transportation. Tours daily, year-round, with cover and heated rooftop areas. Find out more at AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, and you're listening to Speaking of Travel right here on News Radio 570 WWNC. Now be sure to visit the Speaking of Travel website, that's speakingoftravel.net, and sign up for the Travel Club. You'll receive the latest in travel news and travel tips and some really awesome upcoming vacation destination opportunities, including an amazing legal trip to Cuba in February 2020 with Small Footprint Travels and Speaking of Travel. So go on to my website, speakingoftravel.net, and get all the info on this fabulous trip to Cuba in 2020. It'll be a trip you will never ever forget. And remember, you can always listen to this episode of Speaking of Travel or any past episode with a simple click on the Speaking of Travel website on the iHeartRadio app, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, TuneIn, pretty much any podcast platform you can now find Speaking of Travel. Well, let me ask you something. When you travel, do you just get hungry for inspiration? Well, one of the best ways to satisfy that craving is a visit to an art museum because art transcends cultural barriers. And when you're in an art museum and you're taking in all the artist's work, your mind somehow crosses borders and oceans and you gain a better understanding and respect for other cultures and ideas and beliefs and values and even opinions. You know, when we visit an art museum, we're able to explore foreign and domestic cultures through so many mediums like paintings and sculpture and drawings, photographs and textiles. But, you know, art museums are a lot more than collections. They help bring change and education through community involvement and the promotion of education. It's a place where you can become an active part of the community. Did you know the Asheville Art Museum is the third oldest art museum in North Carolina? It was actually established by local artists and incorporated in 1948, and it's had several homes over the years. And now, with its current state-of-the-art facility opening soon after a major renovation and expansion project, the museum will celebrate its 70th anniversary with the opening of the Asheville Art Museum at 2 South Pack Square in Asheville, North Carolina. And here to tell us more about this exciting new chapter is Christy McMillan, the Adult Programs Manager, and Lindsay Grossman, Communication Manager, 
right at the Asheville Art Museum. And welcome to the studio. It is so great to see you and catch up with everything going on. Christy, welcome. Thank you so much, Marilyn. It's great to be here. And Lindsay, it's so nice to see you. It's great to see you, Marilyn. Thanks for having us. Well, this is an exciting time for Asheville. The Art Museum has always been iconic, just right there. It's 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 just such a wonderful place, and it's been closed for a while as we've gone through this major renovation. So, Christy, tell us a little bit about this project and some of the features of the new building. Yeah, so um, the building is actually three buildings, and you might not know that from looking at it on Pack Square. Uh, we have our uh, historic North Wing, which was built in the 1920s to actually house Asheville's uh, main library at the Pack Memorial Library. Um, we have the East Wing, which um, is on the interior of the block, so you can only actually see it if you're sitting um, in French Broad Chocolate Lounge, sort of towards the back, enjoying your coffee or your your truffles. Um, and then the part of the building that's uh, the sort of biggest and splashiest uh, new part of the building um, is our new West Wing, and that's um, sort of glass facade and beautiful new galleries running through it and connecting to the historic North Wing. Um, So this new building really allows us to um, have big traveling exhibitions as well as really showcase to the most beautiful extent um, our collection of American art of the 20th and 21st centuries. That is wonderful. And Lindsay, there's there's a lot of opening events going on. There's going to be some really I don't know, just fabulous grand opening events. Tell us a little bit about what's going to happen. Sure. We've got um, a couple of weeks worth of opening festivities leading up to our first full open day on November 14th. So there will be many opportunities for both members and visitors to enjoy our new space before we open. And then, of course, once we open, we would love for everybody to come enjoy it. Um, We have um, member previews for members, and there is definitely still time to join before we open if you would like to take advantage of seeing the museum before we open to the public. Um, We've got an upper-level members-only preview on Friday, November 8th, and then we have a members-only preview for all level members on Sunday, November 10th. We have a black tie celebration on Saturday, November 9th, and it's a grand opening celebration. It'll have um, food from different restaurants and caterers in the area and wine and cocktails. And it'll just be a wonderful evening celebrating the reopening of the museum and thanking all of our donors and everybody who has contributed to this project. And then we will have on November 13th our ribbon cutting at 1 p.m., Um, where we'll hear some remarks from our executive director, Pamela Myers, as well as the mayor of Asheville. And then we will open up to the public that afternoon. We will have a free public preview that afternoon. So anybody can come check out the museum on Wednesday, November 13th um, until 6 p.m. following the ribbon cutting at 1 p.m. So please come by and check us out. It's a great chance to take a look at the space and take a look at our amazing opening exhibitions and before we open up on Thursday, November 14th. That is a lot, a lot of opportunities for people to to get involved and, and come over and check out the 
beautiful new facility. It is. And then actually following our opening, we do have um, a couple of more programs that we're going to be doing that Saturday during the day. We have a family art party, which is a wonderful family friendly event. And then that evening, we have our after-hours party, and that's going to be really fun. We've got an amazing band that's going to be playing um, with every ticket, which are $75. You get two drinks, and we're going to have food there by some great local um, providers like Food Experience and Sovereign Remedies, and the band is Crocodile Smile. And then we're going to have beverages from local brewers and Devil's Foot Beverage and all kinds of um, local vendors are contributing to that. It's going to be really fun. Well, one thing that is already being established is the sense of community, bringing in local uh, musicians, local brews and cocktails and food. And a big part of what is going to be going on there is about community. It's family, multi-generational. That's such a big part of what you're doing and and presenting when you get ready to open. Right. So we have um, a lot of programs that we put on both through our education department and uh, special events uh, for people to enjoy the space that really makes use of all of the great things that Asheville has to offer, um, whether it's you know, working in partnership with wonderful local food vendors, um, most of whom are, you know, getting their food from, you know, local producers or farmers, um, working with, as Lindsay said, local beverage providers, breweries, cideries, et cetera, um, to working with other nonprofits um, and cultural organizations to help put on programming for um, our Asheville community and visitors to the community. We, we really work um, with others very well and very often. Um, I think Asheville is a, is a growing place as um, you know, always attracting new people, but in order for us to work, uh, you know, together to put on the best programming, um, we, you know, work with a lot of different cultural organizations to really provide great experiences. Well, I love that you collaborate and that you are, as a museum, you're so much more. You're an educational base, and being right there at 2 South Pack Square is literally the center of town. It's going to be such an iconic uh, building too. And when we come back, I want to talk about that, about the materials that were used in the building, the the windows, the lighting. And of course, we want to talk about the collections and the artists and, and your travel programs. Great. Great. Well, this is Marilyn Ball. I'm here talking about the Asheville Art Museum getting ready to open very shortly with Christy McMillan, the Adult Programs Manager, and Lindsay Grossman, Communication Manager. We'll be right back. It's crisp, it's clean, it's cool, and it's here. Fall is in the air. While the brisk breeze billows through the kaleidoscope of colors cascading across the mountains, there is no better time to get out and explore the breathtaking beauty that our backyard has to offer. Adventure is the name of the game. What better to kick off in than a symmetrical all-wheel drive Subaru to take you through whatever terrain you wish to tackle? Adventure is waiting. The choice is yours. Discover the beauty of all-wheel drive at Prestige Subaru, 585 Tunnel Road, Nashville, or visit us online at PrestigeSubaru.com. 
With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. Hi, I'm Kay Bentley of Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours. Want to experience that Asheville vibe from the sky? Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours offers up the best views of the city and the best way to see them on a one-of-a-kind guided rooftop tour. Enjoy history, award-winning rooftop bars, spectacular and mountain city views, along with van-chauffeured transportation. Tours are offered year-round, rain or shine, with covered and heated rooftop areas. Come sip and see the city from a bird's-eye view with us. Visit AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and I'm here talking with Christy McMillan, the Adult Programs Manager, and Lindsay Grossman, the Communication Manager of the Asheville Art Museum, which is getting ready to open shortly here in Asheville, North Carolina. And before the break, we were talking about I mean, this This art museum has been around for a long time, and you're getting ready to celebrate 70 years. You've got a lot going on and a lot of commemorative kind of things. Let's talk about that a little bit. What... What would you say, um, you know, as you're there every day now getting everything ready, how do you feel just being and knowing that this this museum has been around for so long? It's really exciting and a bit overwhelming. Um, we have been raising money for this project before we started for over 10 years. Um, it's a a really transformative project um, for our building, but also for sort of the way that we do business. Um, a lot of the money that we raised for the project went into making a really secure environment for the art. Um, art, as you probably know, if you've ever hung up a watercolor on the wall of your house, um, art is really sensitive to light and changes in temperature and humidity. And so um, we really have to have state-of-the-art um, heating, ventilation, and air condition, um, which is kind of unsexy when you're talking about a, a building project, but it's really, really important for art museums in order to to keep the art sort of looking its best for its whole life. When we take something into our collection or we borrow something from another museum or collector, we really think about sort of its whole life, um, which is usually a lot longer than our lives. <laughs> and so, um, you know, we really pay a lot of attention into, you know, keeping our temperature, humidity, control, and light levels. That's sort of the optimum um, for the art to um, as I said, look look really good for its whole life. Um, yeah, and you have some some special features. I know I was there. I was with Lindsay. We did a kind of back of the house tour uh, a couple of months ago, and you were pointing out to me some really interesting details that just to somebody coming in might not understand or even recognize that that these uh, state of the art uh, effects were intentional. Right. Well, one thing um, that Christy mentioned that I wanted to add on to is some of these features like the lighting and 
the humidity, these things that are being controlled, it's almost counterintuitive to to think about this, but we did want to make it as sustainable as possible. Right. Yes, we have to keep things really cold, which you think uses a lot of energy, but we really did want to be as energy efficient as possible. So sustainability was a factor from the beginning. And one thing that we did point out on Maryland's behind the scenes tour is our new HVAC system. And it does, we did get something that is as sustainable as possible for the museum. So we thought about that with our LED lighting, our new chillers, the new controls and lighting. Um, everything was considered, um, sustainab- sustainability was considered with everything from the lighting and engineering and design. Um, and talk about, <clears throat> excuse me, the windows Isn't there something special about the windows? Yeah. So the windows in the historic 1926 library, which is our north wing, they had been boarded up um, up until this renovation. So we were able to take down the boards and completely restore the windows to the original glass windows from the 1926 building and so if you're in the John and Robin Horn Education Center now and you're in the studio, you have these beautiful new, not new, mm-hmm. <laughs> new to us, mm-hmm. these beautiful newly restored windows letting in all this great light um, and same in our boardroom. And they're just absolutely gorgeous in the library mm-hmm. where we now have 15,000 um, different resources for people to come in and use um yeah, so all of the windows as well in any spaces where there's art, they're all UV-treated, not AV-treated, um, <laughs> UV-treated in order, again, to sort of filter out any harmful light for artwork. Um, on the west side of our building as well, we have um, a pattern that's incorporated into the class, um, which helps to block um, some direct light coming into the building at certain times of year. Um, and it's it's really decorative. It matches... Um, uh, a decorative effect that we have on the front of the building um, that sort of um, is a random pattern. Um, but even though it's it's really beautiful at times, it sort of looks like it's snowing or it's raining outside, um, it really does serve a purpose as well. So I think that that's really one of the beautiful parts of this building is that it marries form and function really beautifully. I love that. And form and function is definitely what this building is all about. It is it is a piece of art itself. So it's housing art, but it, it in itself is a piece of art. The whole, just the design, the way it sits into that corner right there is just absolutely beautiful. And you have this new piece of art right in the front that's already been installed. Talk about that just a little bit. So a few weeks ago, uh, we installed our first work of public art on the plaza outside the museum, and it's by an artist named Henry Richardson called Reflections on Unity. Um, For those of you who have driven past the museum or walked past, um, it's really beautiful. It's this big sort of six-foot tall um, glass orb um, that is is carved out of plate glass 
Um, and it sits on top of a boulder from uh, a quarry here locally, um, which is the same uh, rock bed that the stone that was used for the Vance Memorial was uh, quarried from. And so it's a really interesting sort of play on uh, materials. Of course, glass and the glass, studio glass movement is very important to Western North Carolina. Um, and so we wanted to, you know, have a big, beautiful piece of glass and piece of public art outside to, you know, really tell people you're in a special place and, you know, get ready when you walk in, you're going to, you know, see some really beautiful art. That is, that is perfect. And let's talk about how somebody could get more information as we're talking uh, about the art museum. You have a, a website that's kind of keeping everybody up to date on what's happening. We have a beautiful revamped website, ashevilleart.org. Um, where you can find more information about our collection, um, our special exhibitions, anything and everything about the building, a full list of um, very extensive programming and events that we have coming up, um, as well as ways that you can get involved, like volunteering or, you know, interning or docenting or contributing to the museum or becoming a member. Well, I'm already on your database to receive your newsletters. and. When they pop up, they're always so informative, and there's so many great opportunities, like you were saying, to be involved, to to come in and be involved. And before we want to, before we go to break, I want to just reiterate, Lindsay, why don't you tell us again the um, opening date for the museum? And we were talking about. I know you're going to have <clears throat> a cafe, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I want to talk a little bit more about the cafe when we come back. But it's going to be really. Um, just this place is going to be so community-centered. So tell us again when it's going to open, and there's a a special, uh, uh, exciting portion of the grand opening that one of the breweries is supplying. Tell us about that. Right. So again, our opening date, our first full date open is November 14th, but we will be having a free public preview on the afternoon of November 13th following the 1 p.m. ribbon cutting. Um, And I'm looking forward to talking about Perspective Cafe um, when we return after the break. And of course, it would not be Asheville if we didn't have a brewery involved. And we're very excited to be partnering with Burial Beer, who is creating a special beer just for the Asheville Art Museum to commemorate this amazing occasion of our reopening. Well, it is so exciting. And again, it's just such a beautiful, beautiful part of the the community of Asheville and being a centerpiece for Western North Carolina. When we come back, we'll be with Christy and Lindsay. We'll talk more about the exhibits, the collections. Um, maybe we could bring up some uh, travel ideas and, and trips. I know that that's a big part of what you're doing. This is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. This is Tina Kinsey with Asheville Regional Airport, and I have a travel tip for you today. What happens when you're traveling and suddenly you have a minor medical issue? Are you prepared? 
If you're close to a drugstore, then maybe. But often in our travels, we may not have easily accessible ground transportation. We may be in a more remote area or even in a different country where navigating a solution could be difficult. That's why every traveler should prepare a small first aid kit. The essentials for the kit could include pain medications such as aspirin or ibuprofen, anti-allergy medications such as Benadryl, a few cold medicine capsules, um, stomach upset medication, basic first aid such as bandages, first aid cream, chapstick, Vaseline, antiseptic wipes, and maybe a pair of tweezers. Be sure to leave all the medications in their original packaging in case customs officials need to check your kit. Thanks for listening. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. Every story has its beginning, a starting point from which it wanders the long and winding road, weaving its way toward the final word. It is on this road where the greatest moments often lie, where memories are made, lessons are learned, and where experiences can be valued forever. Each story is a journey, blind to what lies ahead and conditioned by the road behind. While the destination may or may not be known, each journey is unique, unfolding in the moment and defined by those at the wheel. Regardless of where your journey takes you, it remains yours to create. Embrace the journey. Find your ride at PrestigeSubaru.com. Hi, I'm Kay Bentley of Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours. Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours offers up the best views of the city and the best way to see them. Experience that Asheville vibe from the sky on a -a one-of-a-kind guided rooftop tour. You'll enjoy history, award-winning rooftop bars, spectacular mountain and city views, along with van-chauffeured transportation. Tours are offered daily, year-round, rain or shine, with covered and heated rooftop areas. Don't miss the excitement. Come sip and see the city from a bird's-eye view with us. For more, visit AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on a Jupiter and Mars. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and it's time to catch up with our fellow traveler, Doc Lawrence, as he takes us along the Gourmet Highway. And today, Doc is in Lynchburg, Tennessee, for the annual Jack Daniels International Barbecue Festival. You know, this is Doc's 17th appearance as a judge, and it's one of America's top 10 events. So, hey, Doc, are you having fun? I mean, you are totally in your element right there. Marilyn, what is the most famous and most popular food celebration held in America each year? Well, the answer is so easy. You already know the answer. It's the Jack, the Jack Daniels International Barbecue Invitational here in bucolic, beautiful Lynchburg, Tennessee. There are 113 barbecue teams from throughout the United States and barbecue champions from 27 different countries here competing to be the best grillers and smokers and collect some big checks like 10, 20, and $30,000. I found over the years of judging that it's really difficult to pick the best from the best, but it's a tough job it has to be done. Since 1866, Marilyn, Jack Daniels has produced the world's most popular and best-selling whiskey. Nothing has changed, and the Tennessee Elixir has a global following. Just think, Marilyn, old Blue Eyes Frank Sinatra loved it so much that he instructed that a bottle of Jack be buried with him in his casket, and it was. The countryside here is reminiscent of Ireland. 
green rolling hills, brooks and streams, narrow roads, and rural farms. The town of Lynchburg, Maryland, is like a courier and Ives creation. The town square, the old courthouse, thriving storefronts, country restaurants, and pedestrian-friendly everything. Walking around here, today I saw some familiar faces, including the great country singer, Trisha Yearwood. Lunch today was at Miss Mary Bobo's Boarding House, world famous. You come here for local food, and especially the stewed apples flavored with butter and Jack Daniels, of course. Dinner tonight, Maryland? Why, it's the Bell Buckle Cafe with live bluegrass music, fabulous food, and friendly people. Maryland, I actually met Roy Rogers and Dale Evans' granddaughter here a few years ago. Well, Maryland, it's been a long day, and it's going to get a little longer because we're getting near the evening, but I'm going to head on over and meet some more folks, and then it's off to dinner at Bell Buckle. So for now, this is Doc Lawrence from Maryland Ball, and speaking of travel, on the Gourmet Highway in historic Lynchburg, Tennessee, saying so long for now, and I hope to see you soon in your hometown. Well, Doc, it sounds like the Jack has no counterpart. You know I'm a true believer. Well, you have a great time, and remember, travel slowly. You can follow Doc's journey on the Gourmet Highway by visiting thegourmethighway.com. I'm here in the studio today with the Adult Programs Manager and Communication Manager of the Asheville Art Museum, Christy McMillan and Lindsay Grossman, and I'm telling you, this transformation of that art museum is something that will be talked about for a long, long time. And I want to bring up, we've, we've brought in some, uh, the grand opening and all, all these state-of-the-art elements. And we were talking earlier about the old windows and how you had rent, uh, refurbished, repurposed mm-hmm. the original windows. Let's just talk a little bit about that section of the building, because I've been here a long time, and I remember when that was the library. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about that renovation. I think that that's probably uh, the part of the building that people see um, every day, but it might look pretty much the same on the outside, and so you don't realize all of the great things that we've got in store for you on the inside. Um, Most dramatically, um, in January of 2016, when we started our construction project, we had scaffolding sort of wrapping that building um, for, you know, almost 100 years. It's been sitting right in the middle of downtown and it, you know, had its fair share of soot and car exhaust and things on it that were really obscuring the beautiful Georgia marble that the building is clad in. So one of the first things that we did was to clean the outside of the building and to remove each and every window from that building one by one and have it repointed, refurbished, and restored onto the building. So when you're in the building, you know, for a meeting or to use the library or for a class, um, one of the first things that you notice is that it's old, beautiful, thick, wavy glass. So all of the original glass uh, that was in the building. Um, So in that building, uh, it's going to be our main administration and education center. So on the first floor, we'll have staff offices. On the second level, um, our 
sort of new, expanded and renovated um, art research library. Uh, as Lindsay said earlier, we have about 15,000 resources that sort of span art history, but also speak uh, really deeply to the strengths of our collection of American art of the 20th and 21st century. Um, our new boardroom is also on that level. And the third level as an educator is my favorite part of the building. It's our new uh, Horn Education Center. Uh, which includes a really large uh, flex studio um, lit by north-facing windows, which is what every artist <laughs> wants in their studio, uh, a multimedia classroom space, a meeting space, and an education resource room. Another feature of that building that I'm really excited about is our new Blossman Education Gallery, um, which will allow us to showcase artworks that are created in the different classes and outreach programs that we have uh, for the community, as well as to collaborate with different uh, colleges and universities locally um, for their students to either curate an exhibition or for us to be able to put artwork from our collection that they can use in their class. That is absolutely spectacular. It is so uh, refreshing to think that we live in this region that is so rich with art and craft, and, and here is going to be a space that has been 10 years in the making mm -hmm. to, to open the doors to our community to share in all of this. You must both just be like really high on all of this. <laughs> we are so excited to get the doors open and to welcome people into the building. Um, you know, a museum that um, isn't sort of ingrained in its community can just be a jewel box or a treasure box where beautiful things are, but people don't enjoy them. And that's not at all the type of institution that we are or aspire to be. We really want to welcome people and use the conversation or use the artworks and conversations for people to make discoveries about themselves and others. As you said, it's art is a really great window into understanding others. And um, we really sort of make use of that from morning until night, every single day that we're open. And I just love that it's there's something for everybody, that the educational component is for children, uh, adults, old, you know, retirees. There's just so many opportunities. And when we come back, you know, we were talking uh, as I was bringing in the show today about visiting art museums when you travel and, and feeling that inspiration and really being able to uh, cross cultural barriers and, and have a better uh, respect for other people's ideas and beliefs. And you, I know through the Asheville Art Museum, have travel programs and, and, and art that is traveling from place to place. So when we come back from the break, I want to talk about your travel programs and how that relates to the exhibits that you're going to be showcasing when the, when the grand opening is. And Lindsay, tell us again the website so people can get more info. For more information on the museum, you can visit us at AshevilleArt.org. Perfect. Well, this is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. Hi, I'm Kay Bentley of Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours. Want to experience that Asheville vibe from the sky? 
Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours offers up the best views of the city and the best way to see them on a one-of-a-kind guided rooftop tour. Enjoy history, award-winning rooftop bars, spectacular and mountain city views, along with van-chauffeured transportation. Tours are offered year-round, rain or shine, with covered and heated rooftop areas. Come sip and see the city from a bird's-eye view with us. Visit AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. Green is good. Local food, less oil. Renewable energy, sustainable peace. Tree hugger. Say no to GMOs. Be kind to animals. Don't eat them. Go solar. Coexist. Don't buy a dog. Rescue one. Keep Asheville weird. We just read the bumper stickers on the back of a Subaru. Welcome to Subiville. Prestige Subaru. On the web at PrestigeSubaru.com. Your business trip shouldn't start with a road trip. Hundreds of global destinations are just one connection away, starting at Asheville Regional Airport. Fly Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, and United. Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on a Jupiter and Mars. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and I'm so excited being here with Christy McMillan and Lindsay Grossman from the Asheville Art Museum. We are, I know, as a community member, so excited. It's been a long, uh, long transformation of that building and that corner, and now you are getting ready to open and uh, you're going to have so many great events. But let's talk about, uh, as we were talking earlier, you know, a museum is so much more than just the collections that you have. And you have these wonderful educational programs, Christy, that you've been talking about uh, for everybody. And you have and you have such beautiful art. Um, and I want to talk about that. But let's talk a little bit about your travel programs, because I know they fill up really, really fast. Really, you, really fast. <laughs> so tell us how we could even get more information and what that travel program is like. So in the future, I could be getting a newsletter that says we have this upcoming trip and I could set my clock <laughs> to make sure that I make my reservation <laughs> before it's sold out. Absolutely. So we have um, a long established program called Art Travels. And um, we take um, big trips, um, both domestic and international, to visit, you know, other museums, artist studios, private collections. It's it's really amazing. Um, But we also complement that, since we tend to do those big trips maybe just about once a year, once every 18 months, uh, we have day trips and overnight trips um, that happen sort of on a more regular basis. Uh, So we'll all get on a bus or get in a van and, you know, go to Greenville is where we're going in December. Um, We're going to uh, visit two artists whose work um, is in our upcoming exhibition called Appalachia Now. We're going to visit their studios and and learn more about their work. Um, always, of course, there's some sort of delicious meal thrown in there. So we're going to go to this great restaurant in downtown Greenville. Um, and, you know, as you said, our trips fill up really quickly, um, especially the day trips and overnight trips. 
Um, and so if somebody wants to get on my email list, they can give me a call at 828-253-3227, extension 122, or send me an email at kmcmillan at asheville.art.org. Um, that email list is really crucial for people that like to travel because as soon as my trips are confirmed, I send out an email to my email list. And usually I fill up those trips within a day or so, so quickly that Lindsay can't even get them in print. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people around Asheville just love to travel. So we'll go to places, you know, within a half day's drive of Asheville. Um, we went uh, to see um, the Georgia O'Keeffe exhibition at the NCMA in Raleigh last year. Um, you know, just all different types of museums uh, that we go to, other exhibitions, um, as I said, artist studios, just things that are really sort of out of the ordinary that you might not be able to do yourself, um, but that we can help facilitate um, as a museum. You get to meet people that also love to travel and love art and love to eat. Eating is very important to us. Um, and so, you know, we have a really great time on those trips. That sounds so much fun. And you're with people who, like you said, yeah. enjoy uh, these kind of outings. Mm -hmm. And so you meet new people. And let's talk a little bit about people who are coming here to Asheville because we have so many visitors who are coming. And the Art Museum, I am certain, is going to be a destination that people will come here because of the Asheville Art Museum. So tell us a little bit about some of the programs that you offer that if I were living in another state or even another country mm -hmm. and looking at coming to Asheville to visit the Asheville Art Museum that I could plan my trip around. Yeah, so we have really extensive program offerings uh, for adults, for families, um, as well as for educators. Um, everything from a uh, studio classes and workshops um, to, um, you know, hearing a talk or taking a gallery tour or having a gallery conversation. Um, I think our adult studio program, especially for people that are coming in from out of town, offers a lot. Um, we have classes that range from two weeks to eight weeks. So when we have people that are here, you know, taking a month in Asheville to sort of recharge their batteries and go hiking. Um, they also like to explore creative pursuits or even people that are just here for a weekend um, or several days. We also have one day workshops. Um, so they really allow people uh, to explore different media, work with artists that um, usually are here locally, really wonderful teaching artists um, to be able to really have that value-added benefit when they're here visiting Asheville to really do something and be active and be creative and walk away with something beautiful yeah. that they've made. That is so wonderful. I, I think that, again, I was saying it's it, the Asheville Art Museum is going to be a destination. People are going to want to come here. They're going to want to get on your database, get the information that, um, that you send out. And let's because we're talking about, um, well, I want to talk a little bit about the Appalachian uh, art collection. Just tell us a little bit about that. I, the exhibition, the, the opening mm -hmm. exhibition? The opening exhibition. Absolutely. Um, one of our opening exhibitions is Appalachian Now, an, inter an interdisciplinary survey of contemporary art in Southern Appalachia. It is our inaugural special exhibition. So it will be in our new exhibition halls, the Explore Asheville Exhibition Hall and the Appleby Foundation Exhibition Hall. Um, so it will take up two full exhibition halls at six galleries. 
We are looking at 50 artists from the Southern Appalachia region of North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, Georgia, and Georgia, Tennessee. Thank you, Christy. Um, and it is curated by Jason Andrew, who is very familiar with the area as he has um, he curates the collection of a Black Mountain artist and has visited the area a lot. He has um, worked with the Asheville Art Museum on exhibits in the past, and um, he collaborated with our executive director, Pamela Myers, on coming up with this idea for this exhibition. And um, he and our curatorial staff looked at over 700 artists for this, including an open call, because they wanted to make sure this was a very inclusive exhibition. Um, so we gave artists all over the area opportunity to be a part of this. Um, and it has all kinds of media in it, and painting, sculpture, sound. Photography, um, performance art. Yeah, <laughs> it's really amazing. It, it really is. Well, what we were talking about earlier of being able to travel somewhere, and in our case, just right down the street, if we're lucky enough to be here all the time, <laughs> and learn so much about that region and that area, whether you're talking about Appalachia or whether you're in Italy and you're looking at the different regions in Italy and the different, I was in Cuba uh, a couple of years ago in Havana, visited their art museum, which is a history from you know the earliest art uh, to the most modern, and and being able to have Appalachia represented in all mediums and so inclusive because this is such a rich region of art, right? And what what I find really exciting about this particular exhibition is that the artists selected for it. Um, none of these artists are in our collection. Um, so these are all artists who are new to exhibiting in our museum. And well, yeah, they're new to our exam, but they're all either emerging artists. Some of them are established artists, but they all live and work in this area, but they're not all from this area. I mean, we have artists who were born in Japan and from New York and from all over the world but they now live and work in this area, but you get all kinds of perspectives that you might not associate with Appalachia. Well, there's so much rich history here and, and being able to bring in cultures, you know, from other areas, they're coming here, they're living here. Before we wrap up, tell me again when the grand opening is, how we can get involved and, and be part of this exciting new time. So our opening date open to the public is November 14th um, with pre-programs, previews, and uh, different openings uh, preceding that. Um, there are lots of ways to get involved. I would say if you're not already a member and you live in this area, get your membership um, so that you can come to some of those previews as well as get discounts on different programs and events. Um, uh, we also have lots of volunteer opportunities. More information about that is on our website. Um, so there's, as I said, lots of different ways to get involved and come and be sort of a part of the museum family and see all of the great things that we have in store for you. And that's at AshevilleArt.org. Perfect. Well, that is so exciting. And, and I want to thank you both. 
Christy and Lindsay for being here today and filling us in and definitely would love for you to come back in 2020. Give us an update about what's going on. Maybe talk about some new collections that you have coming in. We have some really exciting exhibitions coming in 2020. Well, yeah. there you go. And, of course, we're going to want to go sit up in the cafe, look out on those beautiful views, yes. eat that wonderful food, have some local brew. It's it's a it's a destination. Yeah, so, thank you. Thanks so much for having us. It's thank been our you, pleasure. Marilyn. It's my pleasure. Well, this is Marilyn Ball. You've been listening to Speaking of Travel. Go out and have a really great week. You know, this is a time where you can get involved in learning more about art. Visit the Art Museum website and make your plans to become a member, go to the grand opening events, take a trip, do a class. There's so much for you to live and learn right here in Western North Carolina and right downtown at 2 South Pack Square. Remember, life is short. Don't postpone joy. 